0: If you are a trauma-informed therapist who is also feeling fascinated by all of the different modalities available to us to provide healing, such as flash, EMDR, EMDR 2.0, brain spotting, then no doubt you have asked yourself the question, what is my responsibility as a trauma-informed therapist to A, understand what is available to me in terms of tools and B, how to get trained in those things. What's important to know about them? And I have created this podcast episode coming in as a full novice beginner, as I speak to Thomas Zimmerman about his passion and mission for social justice around the flash informed technique of four blinks. Let's discuss. So I am, I am so excited and grateful to get to spend time with you, Thomas Zimmerman. I know that um, you and I have a lot in common in terms of you know, being lifelong learners and wanting to share learning with others in the EMDR community. And I'm just excited to see what we talk about today and where the conversation goes.
1: Well, thank you. I'm glad to be here. Absolutely. And we'll see, we'll see. We'll see what happens.
0: <laughs> I know, I know. For people that um maybe aren't a part of your EMDR therapist resources Facebook group or don't already know you from the trainings you're doing with Institute for Creative Mindfulness, do you want to let folks know a little bit about you and just kind of what you're passionate about?
1: Sure. I'm yeah. um a counselor in Ohio. I'm a relatively new therapist, by which I mean I, you know, I of only maybe 10 years or nine years, um, Mm -hmm. post, you know, post internship experience. It was a, it was a later in life decision. Um, I've done a lot of different things and, um, and kind of like, you know, I think those different things probably have made me a better EMDR therapist. So yes, um, I have a small private practice um, in Cleveland. I still see a few a handful of clients in in an agency context. I'm transitioning to um, training and private practice and and other adventures uh, full time. <laughs> so so yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad to be here. Just about, you know, maybe where other people might kind of get a little bit of my GPS for a long time. Six years now, I believe I've maintained the go with that.wordpress.com blog site, which is, mm-hmm. you know, something even as I was getting my training, I was, uh, was um, blogging and, and uh, trying to make sense of this therapy and trying to translate this therapy and really what's amazing and wonderful about this therapy to, to a broader therapist audience. Mm-hmm. And then, um, EMDR Therapist Resource is a group of Facebook, you know, Facebook EMDR therapists all over the world, and there's now over twenty thousand of us, and that's um, that's that's been an adventure. Can you imagine kind of moderating a group of twenty thousand? I
0: cannot imagine. That's probably my worst nightmare.
1: (laughs) And uh, and the 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 quibbles and. There are just some things that I, I just, if, if, you know, some controversies that if I can only handle once a month. So I'm just like, nope, we just had that argument. We're going to we're gonna move
0: Good on. Boundaries. Well, and, so, I will, and I will say thank you from myself and others who are in that group, because that is the EMDR group that I go to to learn and get resources and have community with people online. And it's really been a nice space during COVID to not mm-hmm. feel isolated. So I can't imagine the work that it takes to do that, but thank you for doing that.
1: Well, thank you. And also, I do the EMDR podcast, which is a podcast all about the intersection of EMDR and complex trauma, which is where I think we lose a lot of newly trained therapists. You know, a lot of newly trained therapists go into their basic training, they have a pretty remarkable experience, and then they try this clinically with a client who feels really strong things and they're like, nope, I just, um, nope, I, I yes. did not get into this to do harm. I'm out. <laughs> so, yes. and that's really, um, that's a big transition. I think, I mean, just, just like in some ways going from graduate school to clinical work is a big transition, going from basic training to actually doing this with really complex clients is a big transition. And I'm, yes. I'm afraid we lose a lot of people in that transition.
0: I share that fear with you. And I've heard about that being a real fear. So I I appreciate your commitment and interest to helping that transition be safe for people and comfortable enough. Yeah. Thank you. Wow. You're a busy guy. <laughs> That's what you love people, this stuff.
1: <laughs> that's what people keep saying, but um, I also don't have a ton of time. <laughs> you know, I would, I, if anything, I would love to find another few days out of the week to kind of, you know, grow some of these things. But it's, um, I guess every every therapist that's excited about something is a pretty busy mm. person.
0: Well, that that is definitely well, and I want to say you just moved into a beautiful new space. Also, mm-hmm. right, and is that where you're going to be doing your EMDR basic trainings? Or
1: no, this is okay. a this is this is my clinical, my clinical. Okay, space. so you have I'll separate, separate things going there. Right.
0: Awesome. Well, I'm excited that you are in the community that people have different ways they can connect with you and and learn with you. And you know, one thing that I have been really curious about in in watching your podcast and 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 seeing you post on Facebook is this four blinks concept. And so I'm hoping that we can talk about that a little bit today because I will share that, you know, I've been thoroughly trained in EMDR. I'm an EMDR consultant. I, I tried to understand Flash and it just kind of went over my head a little bit um, in terms of how to understand what it is, how to incorporate it or not with EMDR, and how to just make sense of the the theories and concepts that make it effective. So I was wondering if you might share with us, you know, in in the passion you have for therapy and, and complex trauma. I'm I see you in on this dedicated commitment to helping us learn about four blanks. Would you be willing to talk about that a little bit?
1: Right. So I was ha- uh, seeing, I was doing a lot of EMDR consultation, a ton of EMDR consultation. People kept asking me about flash, mm-hmm. and I wasn't particularly interested in it in part because I was so. In um, obsessed with EMDR and EMDR's <laughs> potential. But even as I was replying based on the kind of stock responses, what I was saying was not making sense, mm. right? What I was saying didn't make any sense to me. What I was saying is that flash approaches are a way to take some heat out of a memory so that we can go into it at a lower heat. Than you know, just going into that memory it, at an eight, nine, ten with yep. with EMDR. Well, that even that little sound bite, if you think about it, doesn't really make sense, mm-hmm. right? What kind of resource takes heat, takes awfulness out of memories, out right? of the so, target, yeah, out of the target? I mean, what what the heck is going on here? Yeah, so. I got trained, so I should back up a tiny bit, back up a tiny bit, and yeah. do um, do acknowledgement. You know, so Phil Manfield developed flash. He's an EMDR therapist. Developed yeah. flash um, about six years ago, and it kind of was, you know, debuted as as an article. Uh, the just like what I said, it can kind of help help take heat out of a memory, um, so that you can use, you know, EMDR or another another transformational trauma therapy to kind of take the rest of the heat out.
0: And was Flash supposed to be part of... Do we think about it in terms of being part of phase two?
1: Or do we think about
0: it differently
1: than that? I think how we think about it has changed. Okay. And the reason reason I developed this four blinks approach to Flash is because Flash conceptually refuses to be nailed down. It keeps evolving, evolving, and evolving. And it's evolved so much that we can look at those evolutions and I'm kind of wondering if there's not multiple active ingredients that are changing because it's changed Mm. and evolved so much. So I took the training with Ricky Greenwald and and Ricky Greenwald, I think, is just one of our real gems, you know, one of EMDR's real training uh, gems. I took it with with his um, institute. And I very quickly, in, in the little 20-minute practicum, I resolved several memories in that practicum that I was planning to spend a whole session on. Okay. With flash. With flash. In a 20-minute practicum, I resolved multiple memories I was planning on spending. Um, and I was, and it's it's interesting how we can become biased by our earlier information. So of course, what I did is I assumed I must somehow be exceptional, <laughs> you know, that, <laughs> that instead of this kind of removing some heat from memories, you know, there must be something about these memories or something about me that oh. let me really quickly, uneventfully resolve them and uneventfully resolve them by every metric that we would consider a memory resolved in EMDR. Wow. Okay. Meaning no suds, a belief about myself. While, while the script didn't ask it, there was something I believed about myself very, very strongly at the end of that process. Hmm. And I could play the memory and there was no body activation. And these were no joke memories because if I'm like, I'm going to learn this, I want to take, take a pretty big bite. Wow. So I filed all that is interesting, right? And then I started doing this with my clients and I had to do it, I kid you not, 80 times in a row <laughs> In which the suds went to a zero, before I realized this is not a resource. Resources wow. do not, re- you know, remove awfulness. This is a actually a way to process trauma, and that's not controversial anymore. I think Phil Manfield yeah. would say that. I know Ricky Greenwald would say that. Yeah. And anyone that's done a lot of flash well will say this is a way to, you know, this is a way to resolve memories. Mm-hmm. But because it was kind of explained a certain way early on, mm-hmm. I continued to kind of view it that way. And then yes. and then I had this realization. And it was a profound realization that's at the core of why I developed this Four Blinks version of Flash and why I'm such an advocate of it. Do you mean to tell me <laughs> that through all the wars... Mm. Through all the bad moms, right, through all the men, right, that through all of the horrible, you know, flu and epidemic weekends, you know, that could, you know, just take away a whole fan, half a family, mm. you know, in the 17, yes. 1800s, that to heal, it can be as simple as lightly activate, pivot away, think about something pleasant and go in and out of that scene. Do you mean to tell me that healing, that humans have a pathway that has been with us probably as long as we've been human, hmm. in which humans can heal largely uneventfully? And I think that you know, with between flash and EMDR, um, we are we're in a new era, wow. and that new era, at least in modern human history, in which resolving individual memories is no longer eventful right i mean you you see it all the time i see it all the time every practicing emdr therapist sees it all the time and people that that do flash well see it all the time right now that does not mean <laughs> we want to say two things at the same time this may be the first time ever you know that resolving an individual memory in a transformational psychotherapy by which I define that as resolving a memory, a high probability of resolving a memory in a session or two. Okay. Um, that is not the same as recovering from complex trauma, right? right. Because complex trauma is hundreds and hundreds of miles of mm-hmm. mountain ranges. Mm-hmm. Yes. Of trauma. But it is, I think it is incredibly good news. And one of the things um, That can come from having EMDR on your tool shelf, right? Just sitting there, absolutely okay on your tool shelf, having flash on your tool shelf. um, Is that now, you know, we have, we can have two different ways to see healing up close.
0: Mm.
1: What I've been talking a lot about is about, and what I've been fascinated by is what healing looks like. Yes. Right. Because a ton of what's actually in the adaptive information processing model, other than the difficult stuff connecting to the right now adaptive information, that piece of it is the thing that it doesn't share with Flash. Hmm. But almost everything else in that AIP model is what healing looks like in every transformational trauma therapy. Wow. Right. So Shapiro just got a really good up close view of it. And now with Flash, we can view the same type of thing from a very different perspective. So I am fascinated by the idea that, um, that here we are, you know, in, in, at this. And, and I really do believe that what we can learn from both EMDR and what we can learn specifically from Flash is going to change how we deliver mental health services globally in the 21st mm. century. I simply believe it. It's too central. It's too easy, right? I mean, it's it's staggering to say this. I mean, as a trauma-focused therapist, with Flash, I'm saying words and adjectives that aren't trauma-focused, that wouldn't have been trauma-focused right. before. I'm using words like non-eventful. I'm using words like easy. I'm using words like... Safe and even safe recognizing we are handling lava. So safe has a has some big asterisks attached to it. But I really do believe we're we're on the edge of finally having a worldview that can go global and can go into parts of the world where there's not a person with a master's degree for hundreds like, of months.
0: Uh, this is um This is huge. And, you know, this is also my second career. I've always picked careers where I can plan on my brain and my frameworks and and my way of understanding the world. I can plan on that being challenged regularly. Right. And, And to hear what you're saying, that we're that we're really challenging what we've been told or what we've learned about how to help clients, that there is something that is maybe simpler or easier or I don't know if we're going in this direction, but maybe something clients can even do by themselves.
1: Absolutely. And for 130 years at least, we've assumed that you have to do a fair amount of suffering in mm-hmm. order to heal. Well, <laughs> we've assumed right we've <laughs> assumed that you had to go there, go there mm-hmm. um, in order to heal. And what Flash teaches us, I believe, is that you don't have to go there, go there. Right. And it, it what we have yeah, you know, What we're, you know, broadly, what we're intuiting and what we're finding is that there are ways to process stuck information as information, right? Yeah. That healing really is uh, um, an information process, yeah. right? It is an information. And that's, you know, that is not news for Shapiro, right? That is not news, you know, for EMDR therapists. But what's different is that we may be able to heal, right? I am certain that we are able to heal rapidly, easily, non-eventfully, and with very, very minimal distress, and that is great news for us as a species because carrying trauma is awful enough. Yes. And um, before we talk a little bit about what the heck flash is, I know um, I'm on the edge
0: of my seat.
1: <laughs> what it is and how it works, because if 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 I haven't explained clearly by the end of this, what this is and an articulation of what it is, how it works, and how it really should be—the most sensible thing—we should mm-hmm. have intuited this forty-seven hundred years ago. We should have intuited this, 4, ago, right? have intuited this <laughs> a little late, a yeah. very long time ago. Um, then I haven't really I haven't. Um, I need to do more work if I, if I can't do that. At this we'll point keep
0: you now. on task. Yes, right.
1: So. <laughs> So again, we've assumed that you have to have, you know, have to have some kind of catharsis, right? Some mm-hmm. kind of, uh, some kind of deep, direct interaction with the yeah. awfulness. And in EMDR, that kind of stuff moves through you, literally, kind of moves through your body and moves through your nervous system. Yeah.
0: And that assumption, I think, is what scares newly trained EMDR clinicians, thinking that they're afraid their client will have an ab reaction because they are going towards mm-hmm. that. Huge disturbance because yeah. they're supposed
1: to. Good. So maybe we can talk a little bit about Flash, and then we can talk a little bit about how I plug Flash into my EMDR work. I would love um, to. I would love to learn that. And one of the things that I want to be I want to be careful about is I want to explain um, very clearly why the heck I felt like we needed another version of Flash when Flash has a developer who's able to say what yeah. Flash is clearly. It, it really has changed and evolved so much that what Flash is and where Flash is going may not have been the versions that I was trained in uh-huh. a year and a half ago. Yes. So part of what I wanted to do was to isolate a particular way to do this, right? Find a way to do this, get out the stuff that is that are the extraneous variables, right? Get the things out that don't need to be in there. Strengthen the things that maybe are the active ingredients. And then almost to kind of put a fence around a certain version of flash, because then we can salt around it. You can actually, Mm -hmm. if something goes wrong, people are doing enough of the same thing that we can talk about. Because in a lot of ways, if, if flash is almost anything in this neighborhood that the therapist intuits, then, flash may not be anything we can define or talk about. if there's you know fifty ways of doing something, then right. then how do we do it well? right? Yep. how do we How do we do it well? so so the four blinks um four blinks version of flash is um built around an understanding of how humans heal that's solidly grounded in memory reconsolidation. And that work comes out of Bruce Ecker's work. And essentially what it is, and and I'm going to connect these dots here in a moment. What it is, is we activate a difficult memory and we encourage the client to sit with experiences that are disconfirming, Mm. okay? Now, Bruce Ecker does that in coherence therapy. And what he does is he explores the schema stuff and then constructs helps client construct these confirming experiences. What Flash teaches us is that there are ways to do memory reconsolidation work very, very rapidly and with very little preparation. So, in a long story short, the four blinks version of Flash conceptualizes the active ingredient as that straight out of memory reconsolidation. Mm-hmm. We are having experience after experience after experience that, as Vanderkoek says, deeply and viscerally contradicts. Hmm. The helplessness, rage, and collapse generated by the trauma, probably that most quoted line and the body keeps the score. Hmm. So, and for my conceptualization, that's what flash is. And if that sounds bizarre, I would argue that anytime we've ever gotten past something, anytime we've ever healed from anything, we've healed because we've had experiences that contradicted (laughs) the the schema, the bad, you know, the the difficult learning that's encoded in those bad memories. And flash presents a wall of that, okay? Now, this is my understanding of what's going on in flash. Okay. By the way, that's also my understanding of what's going on in EMDR. Right? Ooh, so, I'm, okay, I, right? I'm, I'm excited so, to hear. <laughs> and then when I first say that people are like, "Wait a minute, what do you mean by that?" because there's a lot happening in EMDR that is confirming of the trauma, right? Okay. I feel these big emotions. But think about what may be happening. The client is sitting there and maybe the the schema stuff is I'm not safe. And they look up and they see the therapist attuned to them, looking at them warmly. Maybe why everyone who's done this a while knows that the therapeutic relationship is an active ingredient in EMDR. Yeah. I'm expecting to be judged. Mm. And, and look, the therapist is not judging me, right? Mm. I'm expecting that this memory is happening right here, right now. But this bilateral is helping me stay present, mm. right? So look at me right here, right now. I'm present. That memory is not happening. Look at me right here, right now, handling this.
0: Yeah.
1: Right? All of that's disconfirming information, mm-hmm. right? So I, th- I really do think Bruce Eckers on to something, and and yes. as far as research it's got a lot of research comes right out of lab stuff from humans down to nematodes wow. about how organisms make sense and metabolize implicitly stored information so there are other versions there are other kind of ways of thinking about what flash is that i don't embrace right there's a version that that makes all these blinks and flash roughly equivalent to the crazy distractions that you do in EMDR 2.0, where you're just literally, ah, ah you know, trying to, <laughs> trying to distract. I don't think, I don't, I think, that, and again, I think there is something in EMDR 2.0, but I also think it is a very different active ingredient than in EMDR. And it's a very different active ingredient than in flash. Mm. So from my perspective, what the blinks do in flash If you're in this, I haven't described what it is, but basically it splits this disconfirming information. So instead of having a 30 second exposure Mm. to disconfirming information, you have six five second exposures to disconfirming information. So long story short, flash presents a wall of disconfirming information, which helps you process a micro exposure to the trauma. So maybe I walk through real quick what the heck the four blinks version of Flash is and how it plugs into memory reconsolidation. Because it sounds bizarre, but it should be the most sensible thing in the universe. Okay. So and it's built around two core EMDR resources. It's built around the container. Mm -hmm. We use the container and the four blinks version of Flash a little bit differently than the container and EMDR, but it's still a still a box where Stuff goes, right? Um, and it's built around a calm scene, calm process, what Phil Manfield calls a positive, engaging focus, meaning you give you you want to have an experience Mm. that is different than the experience that's in the that's in the bad memory. So in the four blinks version of Flash, step one is we develop the container because whatever it is in a moment, right, we're gonna open the door and close it on the memory. And that's how we lightly activate. You lightly activate by simply opening the door and closing it. Whatever comes out, is going to come into this little catcher's mitt and it's going to immediately go into your container. So in flash, the, my version of flash, we don't want distress to hit the body at all. If the stress wow. is hitting the body, flash is not working optimally.
0: Wow. Okay. Okay. So hey. I'm listening to you as, an, as a newbie learner with this, and I'm just noticing just the difference with emdr, right, of of our go to the first or the worst like mm-hmm. go right there and 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 this is so protected what you're describing there's so much control and agency for the client
1: and a lot of it is we enter an agreement with the client mm-hmm. we're going to we're going to not go there go there mm-hmm. i jokingly describe it as like teen catholic dating <laughs> we're going to look we have an agreement not to go there. Go there, right? So, um, and 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 again, if clients struggle, so again, the container is going to receive the distress, not the body, right? Mm-hmm. The distress mm-hmm. is routed directly into the container. So we develop this container. We practice it. Yep. Right. And yep. and we don't go forward until it works and it works reliably and predictably. We also develop a calm scene. Step two: the calm scene in flash, and this is not unique to my version. It can be anything. It can be the memory of a beach, beach vacation. It can be the memory of you rocking or you actually rocking mm. your baby or grandbaby. Or it can be done a ton of flash with people petting their dogs or oh, remembering yeah. petting a horse. Yep. I've done a plenty flash with people who are bakers and cooks baking their favorite thing. You can do flash with someone playing a musical instrument or imagining playing a musical instrument. I've done flash with clients who make their favorite sandwich and they bring their favorite sandwich to session and they have a full sensory experience. I love the choice though. I love the choice. And my clients with complex trauma, the go-to calm scene is from YouTube. So how many clients have we worked with with complex trauma who right out of the bat really struggle to visualize, outsource the calm scene to mm-hmm. YouTube? Mm-hmm. There's 17 billion videos on YouTube. <laughs> One of them isn't going to be upsetting to you. <laughs> right? so, I love
0: it. Right? I love I love so, the choice for the client. It's so respectful. Right. I, I remember watching Phil um, do this at another conference. I think it was a Parnell conference. And he had the participant demonstrating this. Um, the flash technique with, I think it was like a Beatles song that she loved. I mean, so I love the agency already in this.
1: Excellent. And, And what would be important in that Beatles song is that the client already knows this song reliably, predictably makes me feel a certain way. Happy. Right? Good. So the calm scene can be anything. The step three in the four blinks approach is This is where we identify the memory and identifying the memory and containing it are part of the same step.
0: Oh, tell me more. So there's a
1: very, very... So the way that looks, the way that looks practically may be something like this. um, The memory that we talked about yesterday, our last session, may be working on. Is that what you would like to work on? Mm -hmm. Good. See just the general idea of that memory go into your container. Mm. See your container close and push it out of your awareness. Now, this part is what's different. Hmm. Whatever it is that may have just been activating and pointing at that memory gets pushed out of awareness because all of awareness needs to be available to the calm scene. Wow. Because if some of the memory is loitering, flash isn't going to work.
0: Interesting.
1: Okay? Or isn't going to work as well. It will result in a crawl, or that's how you end up with a sud to two, and you don't know why.
0: Mm-hmm. By the
1: end of it, there's something there. So, so we identify the memory, immediately container it. Then we go into the calm scene for 30 seconds at a time. Except every 30 seconds, you're hearing me say blink. And mm-hmm. when I say blink, you're opening your eyes, if you're imagining, or even if not, you're yeah. engaging in a motor movement, right? The, all the blinks do is provide an attentional shift. Mm -hmm. From your calm scene to the blinks and then you go right back into your calm scene. And that is how you can turn 50 cycles in this calm scene into 300 exposures. To the calm scene, calm process.
0: And the memory is still in the peripheral, like in in the container over here.
1: Yeah. So when we first did, so this is the, so step three, we identify the memory, push it out of awareness. Step four, we go into the calm scene. We're into the calm scene for 30 seconds. Mm -hmm. And now we've had six exposures because the blinks break that single exposure up. Now we have six exposures to the calm scene. Now we get to step, um, now we get to step five where we check the memory. And what I'm saying is very quickly, open the door, close it. Mm. Whatever it is that's distressing in this millisecond, right? Open the door, close it. Whatever it is that's distressing. And if the video plays, we've played too much, right? Open the door, close it. Whatever it is, we catch it. Immediately put it in the container. In in my version of Flash, if it hits the body, which if you're going to be a catcher, sometimes yeah. that distress is going to hit your body. Yep. If it does, we've developed a shop back resource to vacuum it out. We vacuum the <laughs> distress out and then we push the shop back container out of awareness. Wow. It's a nice little ritual that clears out all of our attention for the calm scene. So we do this lightly, lightly activate. Container calm scene beliefs, lightly, you know, activate container calm scene beliefs. We do this. And if the client is doing that, the client's doing what we're asking them to do, it is very, very likely that within 20 to 30 minutes, the client is going to peek at the memory and go, I can't find anything distressing. And then wow. that's when we that's when we go to step six, which is um which is a step that's shared with the Ricky Greenwald version, which is that now we've kind of peeked into the room in the limbic brain of the trauma. We've kind of peeked into the room. We don't see anything. So now we're going to go look under the cushions. We're going to look behind the couch. And if anything shows up, we container it, we call them scene blinks and we're we're not done until you can play the whole memory without the stress. And I would say at least 85% of the time, in around thirty minutes, clients process whatever we whatever we talk about, whatever we work on, and do so without having lost any of their energy. They're not exhausted, right? They have z- and they've cleared a memory. Wow! They're not exhausted. That memory behaves in every single way that we would consider that memory resolved in EMDR. The SUDS is a zero. And early on, you know, early on, we said, well, flash doesn't really change cognitions. That's not true. The yes. reason flash doesn't change cognitions is because no one got around the asking. <laughs> what a memory resolving means is that the cognitions have shifted. Yes. That's what healing means. That's yes. not the byproduct of any particular transformational trauma therapy. That's a byproduct of healing. Yes. Period
0: and And the body, right? we we focus so much on andR in the body, somatic sensations, body scan at the end. in In what you're describing, I don't hear any body scanning. I don't hear any you're not even letting anything touch the body, but they're obviously having the positive experience with the calm scene in their body.
1: Mm-hmm. But we play it. We play it. And if something shows up in the body, mm-hmm. right, then that's distress. The and that's what gets container. It gets shot backed out or it gets, if the distress is from a thought, we can container the thought, right? So, um, and by every other metric that's not encoded into EMDR, but that those of us who've done thousands of reprocessing sessions know mm-hmm. every single part. And again, the four blinks version is parts centric. It begins with the assumption that you're working with a system. Okay. So every single part Is no longer confused that that memory is over. Every part Mm -hmm. knows that that experience is over. That experience no longer overly defines you or the world, right? It doesn't have a bigger footprint than it should, Mm -hmm. right? About you and the world. And you can think about it anytime you want afterwards, and there's, there's, it will feel like an absolutely normal memory and it will behave as though you had made sense of it at the time that it happened, as though you were able to have digested, just like an EMGR. Now, the thing I have to say is that Flash will resolve a memory. It will get you there. What I'm not saying is that the journey is equivalent. Mm-hmm. So if we need to go from Cleveland to San Francisco, you can fly and you can get there. Yeah right? And you'll be there. Literally in your body, you will be in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. That does not mean that you're not going to learn a whole lot about yourself and the world and the country when you drive there.
0: <laughs> There's the, value the in journey the process.
1: <laughs> matters, right? Yes. So again, now how the heck do I plug Flash into EMDR? Mm. And what a lot of people say is, well, Tom, if Flash is so amazing, why the heck do we need EMDR? Well, we need EMDR because of all the things that we're learning in the process of preparing to do EMDR and doing EMDR and giving insight and opportunity to develop and allowing all these other connections to develop is incredibly important work in healing. Because when we miss developmental opportunities, simply resolving those memories does not give you the missing information. Mm -hmm. EMDR can help with that. So can going out and living life with a (laughs) less severely traumatized (laughs) nervous system. Yes. So if we're in the business of healing, where flash can come in and be really transformative is imagine tomorrow, or I guess, imagine Monday, you meet a client for the first time and they're a mess, Mm -hmm. right? They've been through an enormous amount. And you may think this client is going to do really good work, maybe in August or September because mm. they're not in their bodies right now enough to notice. Yeah, we are going to be in phase
0: two for a week. We're going to be in
1: phase two for a while. Mm. Flash lets you start way, way sooner than you can start with that. EMDR because flash works for the somatically dissociated, disconnected. Flash works for people who are not in their bodies at all. It works for mm. your people who cannot escape their thoughts. Mm. Flash works on a completely different channel than EMDR. So EMDR, the difficult stuff has to connect to right now existing adaptive information. Mm -hmm. It does not in flash. In flash, you can truly believe you're the most horrible person in the world and that memory will still resolve (sighs) and you will believe something more positive about yourself related to that memory. So what used to take me this long, Mm -hmm. you know, To process, uh, to prepare a client for the uh, pervasively traumatized client Mm -hmm. for the MDR journey takes me a quarter of that time because we're treating the presenting issue sooner and we're targeting the themes, the issues, the flashbacks that are most contributing to current instability. Mm -hmm. Right? We're treating that stuff rather than preparing three or four or five months to treat you. we're 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 starting with treatment for the very things that are most contributing to your current instability.
0: Well, I, I have I have to pause you because I'm just I'm having a <laughs> I'm having a brain explosion moment in a couple of places. One is, you know, as a as a parent and someone who had parents, I think a lot about parenting styles, and I was an educator before I was a therapist, and think a lot about how people learn best. And what strikes me about what you're saying is that it seems like to me that EMDR's focus is on the target memory, where resourcing is kind of on the back burner if you need it. And what I'm hearing you describe is that with flash or four blinks, there's a focus on the resource with the memory, uh, not on the back burner, but it's not the central focus in terms of exposure. And and I think I think about parenting styles in the sense of like, how do my kids learn the best? Right. Do I throw them in the deep end of the pool and like freak them out and say, well, here's a floaty if you need it. Or do Mm -hmm. I let them have the floaty? There's just there's such a safety and, and a positive experience in what you're describing in terms of letting the client have resources available to them the whole time,
1: really. And like with EMDR, Flash is built around this idea that this healing pathway is already in you. Mm-hmm. Right? This healing pathway mm-hmm. is the way I describe it, is it's almost the function of being human,
0: mm-hmm. right?
1: This healing pathway. And then teach, and it's the cultural stuff yeah. that has kept us from this, right? It is the it's the cultural stuff that has kept us from the realization that in order to move stuck information, <sighs> We need to have positive information. Read any piece of classical literature and you'll you should reach that conclusion right Read any self help book and you should yes. reach i mean think about what cbt is and you'll reach that conclusion right um what what flash and e m d r do is is again they place emphasis they place emphasis you know they place their focus in 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 different areas yes, I hear it but it really is about you giving you an opportunity to make sense deeply of what you were too shut down or too overwhelmed to make sense of at the time. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm the reason I'm doing this and the reason I've trained thousands now of, of therapists to do this for free mm. is that we don't have time, right? If, nope. this, if, this, if this is a way that humans can reliably, safely, predictably heal, we need to be showing this to our children. Mm. We need to be showing this to our parents because this pathway is, is simply a function of being human, wow. right? If this is a way that we can reliably, predictably, easily heal, we need to be doing that. Yes. We need to be teaching that and showing Especially that. And now. We need to be saying that. When what's also a little bit different in the four blinks version of Flash is I think other versions are thinking way too small.
0: Hmm, same more if
1: if flash is a way or if what we can learn from flash right is about a pathway in which humans can reliably predictably easily heal from trauma that is not a technique that has to be an approach to therapy mm-hmm. right yep name a technique that allows people to reliably predictably easily heal That is not a psychotherapy or is not in the process of becoming one, Mm -hmm. right? So, and it makes no sense to me that we would ration this knowledge that you would have to have the already, if the major trainers say, this is a way to reliably, safely, predictably heal, but yet in order to get trained in it, you have to have a master's degree <clears throat> or right. or you have to be trained in another evidence-based trauma psychotherapy. That doesn't make sense to me. doesn't make sense to me. So I'm, I'm, I'm trying to figure out how we give this back to people Mm. that's been with us for all of this time. This is a way that we can heal ourselves. How can people do this? How can we use what you can learn in this to make a transformative trauma-focused yoga, right? A transformative trauma-focused equine therapy. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Because really I think we look through the, we've been looking through the telescope from the the wrong end. What you may have heard me say when describing the the step two, right? Which is you can use almost anything as a resource in Flash. Yeah. What I what I really do believe is that using what we know from Flash, we can turn any resource into a transformational trauma therapy.
0: Wow. Well, and that's so portable and so accessible. I mean, and I, I mean it's
1: cross-culturally portable, right? If, yes. if, you know, if who knows what, you know, if, <laughs> if beach, if a beach vacation or a beach scene does not work for you, mm-hmm. there's something in some culture that will. Yep.
0: Right. Thomas you are a therapist and a teacher and you are also a social justice advocate. I mean you're you're yeah. you're really creating some big changes for society. I mean for the world the way you're talking and I think that's I think that's right. And I think I am fascinated because I came from education and healthcare into counseling. I am fascinated at how we take an idea and we say it belongs in this category. Right. And not this category. And I I see like you so much overlap between therapy and learning. Right. So I'll I'll be curious to see how, how things are tools are um, branded or communicated that they're they're more accessible for people.
1: Yeah, Yeah. Good. And I think that's, I mean, in a lot of ways, um, that's one of the things that's kind of allowed me to grow. Is kind of having been originally trained by Institute for Creative Mindfulness, which um, kind of has two hands. On one hand, it's like there's so much wisdom and beauty in the standard protocol. Yes. Right. We were. I would argue we're one of the, you know, the big institutes. It's like standard protocol. Is if you want to learn anything well, learn the standard protocol well, and then everything else is going to make going to make some sense. Mm-hmm. But we're also like, there's always a modification. There's always a way yeah. to do this. So I'm deeply um, happy to be, you know, connected with an institute that really does view its mission as being a warm, welcoming, diverse mm-hmm. social justice. Yep. transform the world. We do not have time <laughs> to keep dawdling yep. um, organization.
0: Mm-hmm. So that's exciting. So I'm happy
1: to have found a home in a place where I can say, you know, I can say the kinds of things that you've heard me say here and they're not, oh, Tom, yeah. t- Tom, you're trying to change the world. Are you kidding me? You need mm-hmm. to reel that back a little bit. <laughs>
0: so. Well, Well, we need... And I hope people listening to this will not only be learning about four blanks and curious about that um, and excited to work with you, but also I hope people feel um, more safe and encouraged, right, to have these big ideas, right, to change the world because we're we're so highly trained as therapists. And of course we're still learning all the time. But I do think that there are so many limitations in the way we can share what we know. Right, um, so I'm excited about what your your mission. I'll call it a mission <laughs> that you're on.
1: Thank you. Good, and and again, I still view my identity, my kind of core identity as an EMDR therapist. Mm-hmm. But Flash has made me a better EMDR therapist. It's made me a much more effective um, EMDR therapist. And again, EMDR can sit right there on the toolbox. And flash can sit right there on the toolbox. Mm. They don't have to compete with each other. No, right? They're both tools. They're yes. both good. Yeah. And we have very, very few tools that are deeply, deeply transformational. We mm. simply have i mean if if we wanted to give a five five minute training on each transformational trauma therapy, I don't think we could get to thirty minutes. <laughs> Right? Not yet. Yes. (laughs) Not yet, but exactly. Exactly. So this is good. Right. And I don't, I'm, you know, what I think a lot of people may hear is it's almost in my enthusiasm, there may seem to be a little bit, you know, a little bit of impatience, Mm -hmm. but what I don't have a lot of patience for is the idea that this isn't good. This is good. This is only good. Yes. You know, I'm, I'm less concerned about what this may mean you know, for for institutions or what this may mean. I mean, this is only good. Yes. We've been trying to do this forever. I've been trying to heal myself forever using incredibly inefficient pathways. Yep, This Same. is another inefficient pathway,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? So I don't have patience for hearing that, oh, flash is weird. It's not more weird than what we've been doing for 48 <laughs> years.
0: Well, I you're preaching in the choir here i imagine people that are listening to this deeply resonate with what you're saying and i appreciate you not only for teaching us about this or introducing me to this but again giving us permission to think bigger and to and to remember that it's not about us or an institution or a, a silo of you know therapy or learning or whatever it is it's it's about helping people heal so i think i think that's a beautiful thing we can all agree with. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for being here. Thank you. I want to, again, thank Thomas Zimmerman for educating me and all of us about the flash informed for blinks technique. And if you are feeling curious about four blinks, I would invite you to check the link below and figure out how you can work with Thomas and learn from him further to support maybe your own healing or healing with your clients. And I wanted to also share on a personal note that I am on a discovery journey this summer where I am coming up on being EMDR trained now for gosh, seven years, and I have done thousands of EMDR sessions. I've done them in intensives. I've done them regularly. um, And I'm coming to a point in my EMDR career where I'm really feeling opened up to soak in different ways of healing trauma. Uh, I recently uh, was watching an Emdrea conference presentation on EMDR 2.0, which I found fascinating how they are challenging our ways of thinking about the role of bilateral stimulation in EMDR. They are helping us understand more about a 1970s theory around taxing the working memory and how we can utilize that when resolving trauma. And so I wanted to let you know that, you know, things like four blinks and flash, things like EMDR 2.0, It's important that we stay educated and curious as clinicians to make sure that just because we love EMDR and we're passionate about it, doesn't mean that our learning stops there. That we are always invited to keep learning, to keep growing, and to keep serving our clients in that way. It is why we signed up for this job. It is why we have the best job in the world. So I would invite you to not only check out Thomas's uh, for blinks information, but also you haven't already gotten your MGS CEUs please check out EMDR 2.0. It is It has changed the way I think about bilateral stimulation and taxing the working memory and how to resolve trauma. It's, it's very, very exciting stuff uh, that is very research-based, and I'm curious to see where the field goes and how we respond to that. So with all of that being said, y'all, thank you so much for taking the time to learn with us, to be curious with us, to have what we've learned before continue to evolve and change right in front of our eyes Uh, To have those moments as learners where our brain frameworks kind of screech and pause and have to recalibrate, Um, those moments can be uncomfortable, but they're really important and they're really exciting. So with all of that being said, I will look forward to being with all of you next time. And until then, I'm rooting for your success. Take care.